Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to hit the follow button so you know when we upload next. Hello my friends, welcome back to the We Are TGF Gaming Podcast. My name is Gamester, aka Rob. Thank you so much for joining us. And yes, I know that I didn't upload last week, but that is because I was poorly. Oh, sad face. But today, even though I have still got a little bit of congestion, I am feeling a lot better. And of course, I am going to be joined by two different guests. Now, unfortunately, my lovely missus, the Pixiness, is not going to be joining us on this podcast. Again, hashtag smile, uh, sad face. It just can't be helped. She is currently at work because of the Christmas period. They are, well, crying out for staff. So, unfortunately, she's not going to be here on this one. But she does assure me that she will be back, so fear not you will get to hear from her soon. So without further ado, I wanted to let you lovely people know if you want to get involved in the podcast in any way, shape or form, you can send an audio question or you can just email at wertgf at gmail.com. That's wertgf, all one word, at gmail.com. I will read and reply to every single email that I get. But Without further ado, let's introduce the amazing guests that we have got. Now, this podcast is called The Gaming Family Regulars because these two are regular people within the TGF and I have tons of respect for them. First and foremost, probably the most regular person of all and the other the only person that has been regularly featured on the podcast more than any other. I am, of course, talking about the one, the only, the Hoya man himself, Thiddleach. Hi! <laughs> yeah, what's up, everybody? He's back again. <clears throat> yes, I am. And secondly, it's someone who's been on once before. He is a returning guest. But he is such an infectious person with how positive he is. And I love the fact that he spreads that positivity wherever he goes. I am, of course, talking about the one and only... Ramen! <laughs> Gamestar! Ah. <laughs> Yo! Hello. How are we doing, my guy? It's great to have you back on, mate. I'm doing amazing. I'm excited. Thank you so much. I'm ready... <laughs> it's Roman. <laughs> now, as we all know, by now, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, there's normally a script of sorts where we will go through and we'll find out exactly what the gaming honeymoon was, what the loves and hates are when it comes to gaming, but... We already know this much when it concerns Ramen and when it concerns Leech. So instead, we're just going to ask what they've been doing recently. And then we're going to go through quite a few different stories in the way of news. The news section. Section, section. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, <laughs> without further ado, <laughs> let's crack on. Mate, I'm going to start with you first, Leech. How's it way. been? You've got your new what? PC recently, haven't you? Yeah, so gaming-wise has been pretty intense and amazing. We have not touched the Xbox in a while, guys. We are fully-fledged mouse and keyboard noob. But wow, has my eyes opened up to the amount of games out there that are PC-related. I did tell you, wow. didn't I? I did say that by the time you get your PC up and running, a lot will change because you are officially going to be adopted into the master race and it's just, there's so much more to it than on console. I did tell you that, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> and now I've noticed that since that's happened, yeah, same as me. Since I got the PC, I have not, really switched on the ps apart from when i'm going on the br other than that yeah it doesn't really get used well this is it i've played a couple of times on the xbox but yeah i've literally spent more time gaming trying to learn to edit and able to do a lot more which is what i set out to achieve well, at the end of the day, learning to edit and stuff like that, that's something, it's like a little rabbit hole that I've just lost myself down. Learning to edit properly and learning how to do emotes and stuff like that and how to basically release my creativity. Has it been the really? same for you? Um, so I've not really been able to edit much, but when I have been able to edit, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have lost myself in it. Yeah, there tends to be a pretty steep learning curve when it comes to learning oh, yeah. new skills to do with editing or when using vector graphics or just tools like GIMP to sort of create new thumbnails and stuff like that. It just It's a rabbit hole that you can lose yourself down for, well, a long time. And that's what I've been doing. Well, what about you, Raman? How have you been going since we last had you on the podcast? Oh, man. I've been going really, really good, man. I've just been exploring so many new games and just, just been interacting with, with the people of Twitch, just enjoying the ride, meeting some great people, having good times, just enjoying, enjoying life. <laughs> Mate, I've got to admit, I've popped into your streams as you know quite a few times now and every single time you're always trying to interact with the chat that you've got in there at the time you're always sort of all-inclusive shall we say and trying to get everybody involved from just putting on your little dance videos and stuff like that <laughs> to getting level five hype trains and yes mate you did deserve that hype train oh, i agree man. i agree I, I still couldn't believe that happened i'm still shocked about that <laughs> yeah for everybody listening to this who doesn't know we decided to do a double raid i think it was uh me and you on it nick 
Yes, we, did we did have a habit of doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we finished gaming together and then we think, double raid? Yes, let's do a double raid. We went in, we did a double raid, then he got raided by another two people straight after that. He started <laughs> to lose his collective shit. And then we all started <laughs> thinking, do you know what? Let's break him. And we all started donating biddies and subs. We got him a level oh. five hype train. And he cried. He cried <laughs> live on stream. And it was awesome to see the positivity getting thrown back his way. The po- same positivity that he gives to everybody else freely. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it broke me. It melted my damn heart. I couldn't take it. I, I started hyperventilating on the stream. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. Oh, hey, we got God. a dance out of it. We're epic. Yeah, <laughs> and mate, I've only ever had one level five hype train, and it got to like level two, and I was just saying, "Stop, stop! You don't need to do it now. Just stop." All right, guys. And then it, it got, yeah, it got to level three, and I, just stop. That's enough now. Stop. And it got to level four, and I just went, "Stop! That's it." I just stopped talking. Uh, I I I I I just I, I I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's one of the very few times that you have ever known Gamester to be completely speechless. And at level five, I was just head in my hands, just thinking, "What? I I I I don't deserve this. Why why you why are you doing this to me?" Oh no! Ah, oh, it's just it's brilliant, man, isn't it? It's... It is. It's absolutely amazing. Now, for everybody who doesn't know, for me personally, what's been happening with me, you might have seen in my recent videos on YouTube, you might not, but just as I was getting ill before I missed the podcast last week, I had probably one of my biggest moments live on stream. I posted a video called A Tribute. I didn't want to post anybody's name in it because I didn't want to try and, you know, claim the clout from somebody else who is much more successful than me. And it was a tribute to two people. It was mainly for Fuzzy Bond and as a byproduct, it was also for Empress Chrissy because them two are by far the two people that have helped me out when it comes to Sea of Thieves, becoming the pirate that I am today. I'm not fantastic, I'm not a pro, but I am well above average now, and I can handle myself in most situations. With that said, I sent Fuzzy Bond a whisper just to say, look, I don't expect you to watch the video, but I just wanted to let you know it exists, and to say thank you because... I am only the pirate that I am today because of your videos, your content, and your streams. And I just wanted to say, I really appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing, and I will keep watching. I then got Fuzzy Bond himself coming into my stream later on that night and giving me a follow. Not only giving me a follow, but giving me a host as well, enabling me to have the most successful stream that I've ever had with a staggering 232 concurrent viewers. And then I seem to level out at around 
I think it was 60 or 70 viewers and I kept 60 and 70 viewers throughout the rest of the stream and that just blows my mind thank you to fuzzy bond thank you to empress crazy but that was a big moment for me and i i don't think i'm ever going to get a moment like that again anytime soon so i'm very thankful have you had any big moments you two like that other than i know ram and you've had the level five hype train leech have you had any big moments that you wanted to share um well big to me but it wouldn't seem big to anyone else but just getting raided by people is, even if it's like mm. one two people like it's the fault that goes behind the raid it's not i'm in my stream let me raid to a random it's like last night funny enough donut raided and then poker raided and you just feel blessed after it and it's like wow like amazing people coming in raiding bringing their viewers across to check out me <laughs> yeah and it, it means so much when you respect the person that's raiding you so much as well that i think that just adds to it and it makes it more yeah. poignant for you when you receive that love off someone that you really highly respect dd is right up there for me as well so's poker as well so that's what's been happening recently for us what have you been playing? Leech, this is going to be a very open-ended question for you because you've been playing quite a lot. Hmm. But what have you been playing yes. recently and why? So, I believe from the 4th of December, I have been glued to one game. <laughs> that game <laughs> is called Icarus. For those of you that have never heard of this game, it is similar to Ark without dinos. No, it's an amazing game where you go to a new earth and you're basically surviving, trying to keep your oxygen level, your food, your hydration up high while trying to craft, level up to be able to craft bigger and better things. And it's an amazing game. The it, only downside. It looks amazing. <laughs> the only downside is when you lose all your XP. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll cover that later on because I'm sure Icarus is bound to pop up. But all I'm gonna say, guys, is it's on Steam for twenty three pound. I'm not advertising it, but if you want to hit me up, I'll be on it. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so will I, because a certain somebody within this podcast bought me an early Christmas present. <gasps> Ramen, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Leech. Yes. Secret Santa. Mr. Leech did a secret, secret Santa on me. He did keep it fucking secret. It Don't let him bullshit you. Oh. I literally turned around to you yesterday and was like, what's your steam? <laughs> got his team. I was like, right, check. I've sent you a message. Leech. <laughs> yeah, because when, I just thought, oh well, he's one. When we can actually manage to get it, he's just wanting me on his friends list so he can fucking Stop play him. with me. Yeah. And I, I thought, yeah, that that's fine. I'll I'll add him now. And he went, no, you need to check your messages now. Uh, not after the stream. No, now. Yeah, man. 
and I checked and you know, you've been gifted something or what have I been gifted clicked on it and it was a fucking game uh, alright I get it Leech you like survival games you want me to join you I get it now <laughs> well it is it is where I've not been playing Sea of Thieves that much I've kind of missed gaming with you GameStar and I'll you know what let me let me give him an early Christmas present He's got his finally got his new graphic cards. Thank to all you amazing people that have gifted subbed bits a lot Woo-hoo! on yes. Twitch, and he has finally been able to get what he's always wanted to and get an upgrade. And now he can join us because I was listening to his stream and I think it was a YouTube or a TikTok where he was very disheartened that he couldn't play it with us. And I was like, yeah, as soon as he gets his graphics card. We're on that. We are on that. <laughs> yes, because uh, for everyone who doesn't know, I managed to upgrade from a 950, which is what I had. It was an RT- RTX 950. Now, as you as you can imagine, that does me for editing and stuff like that and the pretty basic games I can play. That's not a problem. But if I want to play with a high frame rate and a much better experience overall... I was going to be looking at around 250 quid to buy a second-hand <gasps> new graphics card. However, I've got to give a special mention to It's Adam, a.k.a. my one and only son, the fruit of my loins. Well, he's not my one and only son, but he's he's the fruit of my loins and... Yeah, he managed to get onto Facebook Marketplace over where he's living in Blackpool, and he found an absolute bargain. 170 quid for a 1060, and it is just, yeah, it's immense. In comparison to the graphics card that I've got, it is way better. Yes, it's not like a 3060 Ti or anything like that. Because I haven't got a spare grand just lying about. I'm a family man. So now that I've got a new graphics card, I am now able to play a lot more games. I can even play like you would have seen on my stream last night. That I was playing on max settings. And I was still hitting... Well, it was fluctuating all over the place a little bit. But... It was around 80 to 90 frames per second. And it was just so smooth and looked gorgeous. Yeah, I'm really happy with the new graphics card. So thank you to Adam. But yes, a massive thank you to everybody who's donated over the past month or so. Getting me to the threshold that I needed to get. Because you have just all basically bought me an early birthday. Gir- uh, an early early christmas present so thank you thank you thank you thank you i can't say it enough you're all amazing thank you so much i will treasure that christmas gift from you all now ramen what about Mm. you my guy what have you been playing recently and why mate okay so, I recently took a dive into Detroit Become Human. My God. Great game. It's, it's probably one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. I swear to God. And also, I did take a dive into the Dark Pictures Anthology, 
which is a franchise of like drama survival horror video games. Yes. Very amazing series. Made by the same people who did Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But with with Detroit, like it's it's such a great game. Like for those who haven't played it, like I like you have to play it. You have to play it. If you haven't, you really need to try it. It's kind of like a game it's like set in the future and it's about like this this world where humans are like served by like robots these androids and it's kind of like this world where society has like this high unemployment rate and people become like servants of like yeah. androids or no androids become the servants of humans and one day you know these these androids just decide to rebel against being servants and launch their own like resistance or rebellion. And it's, the it's absolutely revolution. amazing. Yeah, it it's just yeah such a brilliant game. It's but it's been covered in driven. so many films and so many series and yeah. stuff like that in the past. Where because of the androids, because of these robots, everyone basically loses their job. So obviously they get hated on quite a lot. Yeah. because of it and you're thinking you can't hate on them they're just it's a machine they're only doing what they're programmed to do but then when it goes the other way and they all start like breaking their programming and going off doing things that they're not supposed uh, to do everybody mm. who's been saying these robots are amazing are going nah they can't mean it they're just breaking programming whereas the other half of the population of the earth are all going see fucking told you told you <laughs> yeah and that obviously will always get that conflict going which just makes for a good storyline it's it's so brilliant man and also like with the whole dark pictures anthology i don't think a lot of people know about this franchise it's actually so well made it's it's got like a few famous actors people might recognize in there so like for example the first one man of medan it has sean ashmore from you might know from was it quantum break famous game yes uh x-men he plays the ice guy bobby yeah x-men he's so so many there's so many shows movies he's been in you know the second one it's got will poulter people know him from maze runner we're the millers yes so many he's famous he's brilliant brilliant actor and i think the third one house of ashes it's got ashley tisdale from <laughs> high school musical if anyone's ever seen that it's, no, it's i don't know that guy <laughs> it's a woman it's a woman yeah is it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. she was she was famous on like the, the disney tv shows she, she used to be on sweet she's never probably going to listen yeah. to this but sorry ashley <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool me <laughs> my fault it's a unisex name but in this country we we rarely see a, a woman called ashley it's normally boys yeah. so i do apologize now if you're watching please email we are the tgf <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry we're sorry we love you it's okay <laughs> but yeah i know where you're coming from because i haven't played the anthologies but i have played until dawn and i still think to this day that is one of the most unsung 
heroes of that generation. It was an amazing game. It really was. And I don't want to really say too much about the storyline because if you haven't played it, I strongly suggest you go and play it. Even Evan Williams has been playing it recently. So, he's been really enjoying it as well. The storyline, yeah, you've got the butterfly effect mechanic and they've taken that mechanic to extremes with the anthology because every single choice that you make will have an impact on the rest of the game. And these games have lots of endings, lots of ways that the story can finish. So it gives the replayability factor as well. I just They are really good games. Normally, you would get a one-player game that's one and done. No, not with these games. With these games, you can play them over and over and over again and still get a different ending every single time. Still find different areas every single time. So it is well worth playing more than once. So I can't, yeah, I can't praise them enough. And I think, is that why you like them so much? Mm-hmm, 100%. Would you really? play? Would you play through it like more than once? Oh yes, yes. Just any kind of game like that, it just gets you addicted. Addicted. Right, Leech. Is there mm-hmm. any other games that you would like to give like an honourable mention to that you played recently and you think other people should try? Um. I've not really played that much, to be honest. Last time I was on here, I was playing Green Hell. So I already gave that one a shout out. I haven't been back on that, unfortunately. But I will do soon, because I believe I have a date with Mr. Moore. Um, But yeah, no, I've literally just been on Icarus. Addicted, people. He's addicted. I've not really dabbled in anything else. So is this this like the first time you've ever been introduced to a proper survival game? It's the first time I've been introduced to a survival game where we both started out not knowing what we're doing and we've grown to adapt to the game to enjoy it more. Because I played Ark Solo when that came out when I had no internet and I had no clue what I was doing. I had no one to talk to on how to play the game. Now I have an understanding of it, but the fun wasn't there because it's one of them you need people to play with. Yeah, like No Man's Sky was for me. Yeah. So, Icarus is completely different. I played it day one with Jay. And we've spent at least 40 plus hours on the game. We've learned a lot. We've died a lot. And we've created so much after it gets reset. Um, But yeah, no, we have an understanding of the game to develop our skills if that makes sense. Yeah. And we've only scratched the tip of the iceberg as well. It's not one of them where you've spent 40 plus hours and you're like, oh yeah, we we know every single aspect of the game. No, 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 no. There is a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, just a quick side note for anyone listening to this. As you might have heard, we have Baby Leech in the background. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby leech. leech. Can I get a hiya? <laughs> he's, he's jumping around. He's, he's excited. 
Hey, dude. He's smiling. Yeah. Baby Leech. We love Baby Leech. Ezio has he's called. Oh. It's baby Ezio. Ezio yes. is his Twitch name. Yes. <laughs> to protect his um, data security and all of that malarkey. <laughs> what about you, Ramen? Is there any like, honorable mentions that you would like to give out? I have to give it to Detroit, but I I came into Detroit thinking, okay, this game, you know, it looks okay. It'll be a decent little playthrough. But honestly, it blew my mind. It really blew me away. The entire story. Just I gotta give a shout out to the developers, what they called Quantic Dream. There you yes. go. Quantic Dream. Brilliant company. Amazing. They job. did an awesome job with it. It looks gorgeous as well. Yeah. Let's not forget that. The yeah. visuals on it are just amazing. And the way they've oh, set it out into chapters as well, I think was a really good move. Yeah. So it wasn't just one like android that you got to control at any given time. It was multiple different androids which progressed the story as a whole. And yeah. I think that was a really, really good way of doing it. Brilliant. Because when that happens, it's not so convoluted or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So now it is time to play that awesome jingle. The Big News Section. Now, first off with the news, we are going to start off with all the new releases that are coming this week across multiple different platforms. The one that a lot of people have been waiting for is Among Us. Among Us has released yesterday on PS5, the Xbox Series X, the PS4, and the Xbox One. If you are interested, you can pick it up right now. Also, did you know, my friends, that Among Us VR is being completely made now, right now? And we have seen a couple of teaser clips and it does look really, really good. Do you know the Among Us, like, little characters that you can be, the different coloured characters? Yes. They don't look that menacing or anything. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, when they are life-size and you are in VR and you turn around to see one of them trying to kill you, <laughs> it's funny... It's funny, but it just looks proper menacing when you look around and just see that in front of you. It's like you're being attacked by Mr. Blobby or something. <laughs> hey, Mr. Blobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never even contemplated anyone making a VR version of Among Us, but it does look really fun as well. So I can't wait to see what they do with that, if they are going to release it or is it just you know like a teaser to say look this is what we're thinking of doing because there's no confirmed release or anything like that also there is clockwork aquario now this is for the us only but it's available on the switch and the ps4 there is fire girl hack and slash rescue that is on pc alone and that was released yesterday as well there is greek memories of azure that's on PS4 and Xbox One. That was released yesterday too. 
And the one that's already been added to my list because I wouldn't mind giving it a try, which is Kingdoms of Alamore, Re-Reckoning, and Batesworn. That's a DLC that's coming to PS4 and Xbox One and PC. That was released yesterday. Kingdom, Kingdoms of Alamore is on my play next list because it just looks pretty damn good. And I'm willing to give it a try. It's amazing since they've done the remaster as well. That's what it is, re-reckoning, the remaster of it. So, yeah, Dude. I never really got to try it in the past. So now I'm very interested to see what it's like and... I have managed to come to The Last of Us after it was remastered. Everyone used to bang on about it, but I was thinking, yeah, but I don't want to spend all that money on a one-and-done game. But then when it was remastered and it was offered for free, and I thought, well, I've got no reason not to try it now. I tried it, and oh my God, that game got me on a whole different <laughs> level. The next game is one that I, I, I just i don't know it i don't i've never heard of it but it, the name of it is kind of funky it's called one hand clapping yeah that's on ps4 xbox one switch and stadia i've never heard of it and i don't even know what it's about i should have checked up so i could actually give you a little bit of info on it but i've never heard of the game and i think that the name of it is one hand clapping so what's that you're just smacking your own knee or something I'm trying to clap my hand, but it's not making a sound. <laughs> if we had a video, you guys would see how weird I look right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a puppet. Also releasing today is GTA Online The Contract. <gasps> I, don't, I do not know what is going on regarding that, but yeah, it's new DLC coming to GTA Online. It's called The Contract. It's available on PS4, P, uh, PC, and Xbox Series X. Next, also releasing today, is Rogue Invader, available on the PC. And releasing tomorrow is something that a lot of people out there, I'm thinking people like Fraz, is going to be very excited for. It is the Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate Pack. And that is going to be coming to PC tomorrow. So that that is going to be a great one. It's not the next installment of the remake, but it is to do with the main characters getting an expansion shall we say also coming tomorrow we've got five night at freddy's security breach on pc ps5 ps4 we've got the gunk coming to pc at series x and xbox one tomorrow we've got trash sailors coming to pc tomorrow we've got trophy coming to xbox one on Friday, and we've got Lacuna coming to PS4 and Xbox One on December the 21st. That's a pretty decent lineup. That's from all different genres. And yeah, it's good to see that there's a lot of normally unsung heroes getting games released right before Christmas. I think that's a good move, but then again, Christmas time is normally the one period of the year where we get a lot of games because well 
it's near Christmas. They know they're going to get the sales. What do we think? Are there any there that you're interested in getting hold of yourself? Christmas sale. Kingdom of Amalur Re-Reckoning. That has been a game that I've been wanting to play for a good couple of years. Yeah, you and me both. And did I hear you gasping, Ramen, when I said <laughs> GTA Online, the contract? Yeah. Are you a GTA Online fan? I kind of am, yeah. I, I enjoy watching it, yeah. I haven't really played myself, but it's GTA, man. They, they, they've been updating that game for God knows how many years. So many DLCs they're adding to the game. It Seven... looks very exciting. Uh, 2015, so I think it's seven years or just under seven years that that game's been oh my released God. by now. And wow. yeah, they've been updating it constantly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big cash cow for them at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently... We spoke about this last night. Yes, we were. Apparently GTA 6 is going to be released sometime during 2023. But that oh is God. that is only a rumor. It's not been confirmed of a release date or anything like that. But this is Rockstar we're talking about. You know what they're like. They the teasers, man. Yeah, they'll do little teasers. But other than that, they are one of them companies that will go. No, we'll release it when we're ready to release it, and not a moment before. Yeah, very secretive, you know. Yeah, they really are because they've had so many leaks back in the past back in like 2000 oh, yeah. to 2010 yeah that they just went no that's it now we've <laughs> got to do more than just an nda we will just sack you and then we will sue you for every fucking penny you've got and we will pursue you for it but you know what i love about rockstar i love the fact that it was a company made from a group of friends that all got together and started creating games together. Oh, wow. Did you not know that? that? I never knew that. That's amazing. Yeah, there was... There's a film about them as well. Is and there? Yeah. <gasps> about them starting up and what it was like and the, you know, the business folks coming in and saying, well, you need to do this and you could do this on your own. Why do you need them and all this lot? And basically yeah. trying to play them off against each other internally until one of them just went fuck you i'm done with this <laughs> and then they all just banded together in the end and became rockstar and even now though although one of them wanted the well let's have it right the most intelligent one of the friends left and pursued his own career in gaming and has done very fucking well may i add they are now still friends to this day, all with their own companies and everything. I think it was Daniel Craig who, uh, not what? Daniel, not Daniel Craig, oh. sorry, uh, <laughs> Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe. That's him. It was him okay. that played the main lead role in it. Oh my god! I can't remember what the film's called. Oh Do you know god. what? While we're on the podcast, I am going to get on to the google search and i'm going to have a search for it because it is a great film it's called the game changes the game changes yes yes uh there you go directed by owen harris and written by james wood the film 
centers on the legal feud between Rockstar Games president Sam Houston, played by Daniel Radcliffe, and Florida attorney Jack Thompson, played oh by God. Bill Paxton, over the video games and the debate regarding the psychological effects of violence in video games. Because if you remember, it was the whole point. Do you remember when uh, GTA 3 was first released and it was... 3D graphical violence and there was all that fucking uproar about the fact that you were glamorizing uh, glamorizing the the violence within video games and it was causing people to kill people and all this lot. Do you remember it all kicked off? It must have been ages ago, right? Yeah, it was. It was ages ago, and after many many years of indie independent developers and independent scientists and studies and everything getting together and then they said there was no correlation between violence in video games and violence outside of video games if a person wants to be violent just because they played fucking gta before they went out and committed a murder doesn't mean it was to do with gta it means they wanted to commit a murder it was as simple as that. Oh, wow. And that's why it all kicked off about. But it is such a great film as well. And if you're into gaming, there you go. It's called The Game Changers. Go and watch it. Trust me, it is a great film. I've seen it myself. And it was very, very interesting. Obviously, certain roles have had their names changed for security and safety reasons and everything. But, yeah, it's well worth a watch. Now, we move on to the news stories of today, not just the releases. First of which, the rumours about the PSVR 2. Now, the name's unconfirmed, of course, but PSVR 2 is what pretty much everyone is calling it right now. If you're part of the PSVR revolution, shall we say, or you have a quest, then this might be interesting to you. Since its official reveal back in early 2021, everyone has been wondering about the new PSVR and now some more details have been confirmed. The main, main details of which are promised a 4K OLED screen per eye and Sony have confirmed that there will only be one single USB-C cable from the headset. Even though the official release date has not been confirmed, all the industry insiders have stated that they believe it will be released somewhere between mid to late 2022. The headset will be produced completely by Samsung and there are also rumours regarding eye tracking technology along with haptic feedback built into the headset. Now, for me personally... It sounds good. The 4K OLED screens per eye is a massive step up. And I know that there are some out there with 8K now. But the whole problem with the PSVR that I have always said is the resolution. The resolution has always been the worst thing about the headset. Because it's blurry, especially at longer ranges when you're looking through it. But with this one the fidelity and the clearness, the crispness of the images should be way, way better. Also, I wanted to mention the eye tracking 
that is fantastic because we've seen that in other headsets already and the haptic feedback what do you think about that because i think that is just fucking stupid <laughs> yeah let's put a headset on that's going to wobble your head <laughs> it makes no sense i is that not going to cause people to have motion sickness not just motion sickness there's a vibration white finger they call it i think oh. uh, it's a i've got it myself because of the amount of gaming that i've done that's why i normally will turn off a rumble in a control pad now one oh, yeah. it fucks your aim up and mm. two because i put my fist through a window when i was younger which gives me very low movement in one of my fingers but on top of that i've got vibration white finger as well it basically means that one of your fingers normally your index finger is it constantly feels like it's vibrating ever so slightly that's what it's normally very very prevalent in people like builders you know people who use like a jackhammer Mm. repeatedly and uh drilling into the roads and stuff like Anything that every day vast vibration yes so not enough's been done about it if you're putting something like that on your fucking head is that not going to give you brain damage or something eventually i feel a little sick to be honest I, I, I don't get it i don't get how haptic feedback would work on your head It'll be one of them cases where the first six months it'll be a lot of cases admitted to the hospital. Like what happened when they first introduced VR. And then there'll be a load of warnings saying epilepsy, this, that, the other. And then people will just get used to it, I suppose. And those that can't handle it will be like, well, this kind of sucks. I, I just don't get it. I do know that, and I've got to admit, I want one. I know that there's now vests that have, like, vibration pads on. Oh, like, many, oh. many vibration pads. And you will put the vest on, and then if you get shot in the chest in a game, it'll vibrate and it will feel like you've just been shot. <laughs> well, not, not literally, of. but... You'll get the vibration pushing into your chest. I'm just, just uh, I'm just getting a Ready Player One vibe coming. Oh yeah, that's how yeah. it's going to be going. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> you I've know even it. I've even seen videos of people playing a modded version of Phasmophobia with that vest on oh, and in VR. Mm-mm, not for me. Yeah, boy. I would shit myself. And on that, because you're in VR, because you're using the vest, the ghost can literally touch you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, boy. And I've, I've seen videos of people <sighs> fucking losing their shit because they've been touched by a ghost and they end up carrying in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> scary, I man. am all for that. I would love that. I got violated by a computer game ghost. <laughs> the ghost touched me here, yeah. here, and here. So I think, in my personal opinion, I think the PSVR 2 is sounding really good. Will it still be as affordable? 
because right mm. now we've got I think it's about two ton if you buy it second hand or three ton if you buy it brand new. And I'm talking about one ton is a hundred pounds for anyone who's not in the UK. <laughs> and that's how much you're paying for a quest, which is right now the industry leader when it comes to VR because the high quality and the games and everything that you can get and it's all self-contained as well within the headset so you can download directly to the headset and just have nothing but that headset there's no wires or anything like that so unless they make it at a very competitive price why would you even go for the psvr2 instead of going for the quest because i don't think you would would you but so going back to the PSVR 2. Yeah. Would you be able to trade in your current PSVR and upgrade and pay a little bit on the top? Well, there'll be plenty of like stores or shops around that enable you to do that, but I don't know how much you'd get for them nowadays. I think you'd only get like 80 quid for a PSVR headset. <laughs> So if it, if they're doing it in that in this country, it'll be a case of yeah, you can sell that to us, and then we'll take that off the main price. And you've got places like uh, Sex CEX, whatever you want to call it, they do a sell or trade thing, don't they? So yeah. they say, oh, there's a game that's worth thirty quid. We'll give you ten pounds cash for it, or if you trade it for to something else within the store, we'll give you fifteen. So I think they might do it that way as well. But for anyone who doesn't know, you can still use the PSVR on the PS5, but you need the cable in order to use it. And you can get the cable for free, just get in contact with Sony. What do you think, Raman? Is it something that you'd be interested in buying? Um, I'd probably ship myself if I did. I won't lie. <laughs> there are I'd more than myself. just horror games, you know. Oh, yeah, true, Dude, true, true. you could play Skyrim VR. You could play oh. Among Us VR. Wait, can you play Star Wars? Uh, squadrons, yeah. <gasps> Star okay. Wars Squadrons you can play on that. Really in I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> We've just gone for the Empire. For the Empire. Yes, you can play in the next wing. Oh my god, yes. Can't be a... Can't be a... <laughs> yep, yep. It is kind of good, but the only thing that really bothered me when i was playing squadrons is the fidelity and the clearness of the image if the actual visuals were better and i could see at long distance especially in that game it would have been far far better but yeah that's the only reason i haven't gone back to it right next story for today is an interesting one it's a crackdown on the GPU farming. Now, for anyone who doesn't know about the GPU farming because you're a console gamer, then you'll just have to bear with us. For every PC gamer out there, yeah, we understand. We know how frustrating it is trying to find a GPU that retails for 150 quid and you're having to pay double that just to get a hold of one. Uh, there's been many, many, many graphics cards right now that have 
a retail recommended retail price for example the 3050 or the 3060 is now meant to retail for around 400 quid. That is the Oof. markup point. But because of these GPU farms, we are paying close to 1,000 if you want to get older one now. Well, statistics have just been released detailing that certain companies that have been farming GPUs for profit are now being stopped. There is one such company that has been noticed on the site Flexpool and it has been earning a staggering $4 million from farming GPUs and apparently they've already got a massive stockpile of RTX 4090 Ti's and AMD RX 7000 GPUs which have not even been released yet but these cards have been unconfirmed. They're only going off the pictures that the, you know, the uh, forces like the police have actually taken of the warehouse that they've got. And people have been looking at the cards saying them cards are not the, not the 30 series, uh, the 3000 series, they're the 4000 series. So people are obviously looking at them going, oh, right, well, they must be getting it from the inside. Because this can't be legit, they've not been released properly yet, so how are they managing to get all these cards before they've even been released? But it looks like now there is a lot more governments cracking down on the GPU farming. I know there has been a lot of the cryptocurrency farming farms been like, exploited and shut down as well. So and setting a line. <laughs> exactly. So the question now is do we think the prices are going to start coming back down again? Nope. Probably not. We're in <laughs> a pandemic. To... They need to make money. Yeah. For me personally, I'd love to see the prices coming back down to what oh, they yeah. should be. But yeah, I don't think they are going to be. Because of the chip shortage that we had due to COVID and because now we're only just starting to get back to some kind of normality... I don't think it's going to be happening anytime soon. I think it, we're going to be in the same boat for another couple of years yet, at least, before they manage to close everything down. Because as soon as you close down one company, another one's going to pop up in its place. And it's it's like trying to stop a flood with a bucket. <laughs> And you can have 1,000 people with buckets. It's still not going to stop the flood. It, Yeah, it's just... So what do we think? It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what they're doing, man. I just, uh, it's, it's out of our control. We can't do anything about it, you know? They just... It's just how they make their money, isn't it? Yeah, but we've seen a massive increase of it, really, in the last, what, four or five years? People... Yeah buying all the stock that companies have got of things that they know are going to be highly desirable and then selling them on for double the markup price. And they're making a shit ton from doing it. And every single time they do it, they've just earned enough money to buy the next big thing. They've done it with PS5s, they did it with the Xbox Series X and S, they're doing it with GPUs, they're doing it with CPUs now. They're doing it with cryptocurrency. It's just, it's ridiculous. Something needs to be done before it gets completely out of hand. Otherwise, 
is not going to be able to get fixed anytime soon. Anyway, the next news story is just one that I thought would be quite interesting. You are all aware of Souls-like games. Souls-like games are something that you refer to, which is a kind of clone when it comes to Demon Souls. Now, Demon Souls, well, there's sliders on most games, so you can pick between easy, I just like the story, to medium, I like the story, but I also like to be challenged, and then hard, like, the story's secondary to me, I want a proper gaming challenge. And then there are games like Demon's Souls, which don't have a difficulty slider and are constantly set to FUCK YOU! So, yeah. They are their own genre of game, and they're called Souls-like games because they're like Demon's Souls. And with that said, there have been a lot of games from Demon's Souls to Bloodborne to Surge, there have been so many now and there is a massive following because once you get through that game of whichever one you're choosing you manage to complete it that is like one hell of a badge of honor to say yeah completed that mate completed it mate yeah (laughs) and when you hear someone saying yeah i've completed that you can't help but go, you did what? Fucking respect, mate. Because they are really difficult. Well, now there is a new one, a new take on the Souls-like games. And this one sounds very interesting because this is a Souls-like game in space. A new trailer has just dropped for a game called Dolmen. They have stuck to the Souls-like formula, making this game a very difficult one. But this time, it is all set in space. There have been many Souls-like games that have released since Demon's Souls, but this one proves to be a new, fresh take on the genre. There are different types of characters, from the nimble one-handed weapons, to the slower but more powerful characters that wield two-handed weapons. Also, instead of the traditional healing flasks, Now you have a game that features batteries, which can either give you more health or enhance your abilities. The choice is yours, adding a new level to the immersion. What do we think? Are we going to try it? Is it coming to PC? It's across all platforms, I believe. Is it multiplayer? No, it'll be because it's a Souls-like game. It'll be a one-player. But you, hey, that would be a good idea, that man. Uh, Imagine a Souls-like game, but multiple people playing it at the same time. Yeah, that would be really sick. I'd like to see that actually. Yeah, that would be an awesome game. So for me personally, yeah, I wouldn't mind giving it a go, but. Some of them are pretty hit and miss. Some of them are great. Some of them not so much. Whether I would pay a 70 quid tag for it, I I just don't know. Maybe it will actually take off and become, in its own right, something really, really interesting that people want to do. 
maybe not we'll have to wait and see now <clears throat> i said that we were going to be talking about it the final news story of today is the fact that dead space because could be becoming more than linear shall we say Due to a new job listing at EA Motive, the devs behind the new remake of Dead Space, it's now believed that the once linear experience of Dead Space could become more open than previously seen. The job posting is for a new narrative director and it lists many requirements for the candidates to take on the role, one of which being being able to understand the challenges of creating a narrative content for an open world experience. Now, it is feasible that the devs could be talking about a different game, but given their track record of only ever working on one game at any given time, it would be a fair bet to believe that this is regarding their work on Dead Space. Further to this, the devs did say during the official reveal that they wanted to expand on the original. What do we think? You know what? I've never actually played Dead Space. I won't lie to you. I've never played it. I don't. I've been debating trying it. Yes, on the Game Pass. Yeah, I'm debating trying it out. It looks really cool. Apparently, it's scary though. It is scary. I've not been able to get back to it. I'm a bit intimidated. Mate, give it a try. It will make you jump at times, but oh. it is what you would class as the perfect game because it has just enough non-action moments between areas that would build the tension before you get a big battle or something like that. And it's just, it's so much fun. It really is. I think it is a perfect example of how to make a perfect game. The story is amazing, but it is quite linear. And I wouldn't normally say this, but in the case of Dead Space, how linear it is, is a good thing. Because it helps to give you that feeling of confinement you're on board a mining ship called the Ishimura and you've got to find your way through the ship to do whatever the objective is of that given chapter but that's the whole point you need to feel like you've been isolated and you are on your own otherwise the horror part of it would not be as intense as it is making it more open world i don't know i just wish that they would stay true to the original if they wanted to go more open world then they could try that by remaking the second one at the moment you're just meant to be bringing the remake to current times and i think opening it up to a open world part is just going to be more difficult because when they tried doing that in Dead Space 3, their open world element was the quite boring part of 
doing spacewalks and using your boosters to fly from one bit of wreckage to another bit of wreckage in the middle of space and trying to find items and stuff and yeah it just it wasn't great let's put it that way but it was good it just it wasn't as enjoyable as the previous two so I'm not sure whether I like the fact of it going a little bit more open world. I feel like that's the way the gaming industry is going now, though. A lot of games are now open world because they can use the same amount of campaign content as they would normally. But by making it open world, there's a lot more traveling, which means people spend more game time on it instead of completing it in about a couple of days. Well, for me, I think what they should have done is add like more corridors, more yeah. rooms and areas to explore rather than making it open. Because, yes, that'll work in certain games, but like I said, that's going to take you out of the immersion because the whole point of being on the Ishimura is everything has got a purpose on that ship so each area you can even go hydroponics because that is an area on the ship that you need to go to because it would be on a ship that size otherwise how would the crew survive things like that and i just think that they shouldn't fuck about with the formula them fucking about with the formula is why Dead Space 3 didn't take off as much as it could have. So, the big question is, are you going to be playing it, though? I'm definitely going to Possibly. play it at some point. I'm, yeah. So, I'm going to write it down so I can try it out. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Uh, I'll give you a couple of tips before yeah. you start playing it. Mm -hmm. Shoot the limbs. <laughs> the limbs. <laughs> Okay. Every single person that plays the game tends to go in with the FPS mentality of aim for the head, aim for the head. The enemies in Headshots Dead Space, well, they do, but oh. you can shoot the head off and it'll still keep on coming at you. Oh. oh. It's all about leg shots, bro. It's all about the leg go shots. For the legs. Yes, the legs. so what you can do, and it was redefining, it was brilliant. You've got stasis as well. So you can slow the enemies down by firing your stasis charge at them. You can pick up, like, it's almost like telekinesis. It's not, but it's almost like telekinesis. So you can aim at something, press a button, and it will pick it up. And then if you release, it will fire it in the direction you're firing. Which basically means that you could, if the mood takes you, shoot off both its legs to slow it down then when it starts crawling to you on its hands you could shoot its head off one of its arms and then pick up one of its arms with the spiky bit and impale it to kill it oh my god <coughs> that's the kind of thing you can do that's extreme man Jeez. yeah it's amazing there's not been any games like it since and there wasn't any games like it before. Damn. Dead Space has got a cult following because of things like that. And the fact that just the whole... 
Isaac Clarke is a really good protagonist, even though in the first one, the most you'll hear out of his gob is during the cutscenes. Other than that, all you will hear is, ah, that's it. Oh the, he's got no speech lines at all in the first one, other than in cutscenes, and even then they are very, very few and far between. I guess he's the main character. He is Isaac Clarke. He is oh. a engineer. But what I also like is the fact that you can create your own weapons and like the plasma cutter. You cannot tell me the plasma cutter isn't great. It is a beast of a weapon. That sounds cool. A plasma cutter. You yeah, at the beginning, didn't you? Yeah, that's the first weapon you get. Yep, I love it. <laughs> and you've got an alternate fire on every single weapon as well. With the plasma cutter, the ultimate alternate fire will change the angle. So it fires in a straight line. And when I buy a straight line, I mean there's three shots that fire out simultaneously, causing an electrical charge between all three. So it's like a disc being fired, so to speak. And if you press the alternate fire, it will turn from vertically to horizontally and vice versa. So if you need to chop off their limbs, for example, you can do a horizontal shot to chop off its head. And then oh you God. can switch it to vertical so you can chop off its arms and then back to horizontal to chop off its legs. So the gun like rotates. Yeah. <gasps> that is sick. It's amazing. They thought of everything. Wow. They really did think of everything. But that's the end of the news section. <laughs> now we're coming to the just for laughs section. And Raman, you already know how this works. You gave some <laughs> oh, no. really good answers. <laughs> so there's going to be two this time. And this is just to see what answers we get and see if we can have a giggle whilst <laughs> doing it. Just a parental advisory, this is not PG, so please be cautious <laughs> of listening. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what it says. It's just for a bit of fun. Now then, the first one. Things you could say to a game developer, but not your mum and dad. Oh no. Okay. 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 I I can start if you like. Go ahead. You can't do that. He'll die. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh no. Something you can say to a game developer, but not your parents. Yes. Mm. Well, I think it's really as good. Go on. I would say, make. This woman thick. Make her thick. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would say that, Ron. <laughs> oh shit! Just, just make her thick, oh. man. Just, just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think we could make her boobs a little bit bigger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need extra cleavage up in here, mate. Come on. It's Oh my God. <laughs> now to dampen the party, this code is a little bit hard. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh no, Lee. Yeah, I couldn't think. Oh my god, you naughty Why man. Why are telling me about sausage meat and if it can go in the freezer or not, and then I'm trying to think of an answer. Oh god, <laughs> too much going on. Man. Is the way that we can add a feature where we can mute the parents? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Games oh has had more god. time than us to realise the answer. Yeah. I, I call hacks. Cheating, <laughs> bro. No, I just think of the questions and then... Giggling. Oh. I'll let, I just let the chips fall where they may, so to speak. <laughs> Any more? No, Ooh. I'm done. That wasn't uh, a good one for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it from me. Things you could say while making love to your missus, but you couldn't... Uh, things you could say while you're gaming, but not while you're making love to your missus. Ah... Uh. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a dude on top of me. <laughs> oh, shit. oh no! Get away from him! He's strapped. I've only said that because I've actually said that when I was playing Warzone. I was like, someone help, there's a dude on top of me. And everyone started laughing at me. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Ramen's setting us up to fail, guys. No, no, no. Oh, shit. Oh, he's pushing me hard. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yep. Alright, I'm gonna come up and finish on him. What? <laughs> it's it's bad. It's so bad. Oh, you gotta be careful with the call outs on COD. It's gotta be very careful. I've got one. Give me a second. I just need a minute so I can teabag this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yep. That's me. That is me. Yep. <laughs> Teabagging <sighs> Nick, have you got one? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Right. <clears throat> you can call me D, but I'd rather you call me Grand Wizard of Dancing. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> oh. Just, just. So random. That's so random. That is so is fucking random. <laughs> Okay. I was getting a Dungeons and Dragons vibe from that question, and I was like, <laughs> how could I do this right? <laughs> oh. I've got another. Okay. Oh, it's a fucking woman. Get me in, get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> that is not something that I would say, by the way, while oh. I'm gaming. That is something I've heard other people say. And if Pixie was here, that would definitely be a slap round the head. <laughs> nah, because she know, knows I wouldn't mean it to her. <laughs> no, I know, but the response would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, shit. Any more? Uh, a few hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I guess you've got to be careful with what you say. Like, you, 
You might just accidentally say something like, you dirty slag. <laughs> you're killing a woman in the, in the game. Yeah, <laughs> but depending on the woman you're with, that could actually be a good thing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Could be yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could just say, I say, who's your daddy? But <laughs> depends on the actual person you're with, doesn't it? <laughs> you're not my daddy. Oh. <laughs> now that is it we have come to the next section the next section being ask away you can ask the host anything that you want and i will give you a 100 percent honest answer so have you got any questions for me um i have one sir go on i want to ask mr gamester have you seen the recent game awards and if you have is there any games you're looking forward to i did see it but what i saw to be fair wasn't really what i was expecting oh there was a lot of people online as well saying how it was a fix and i don't know about that myself but there was a lot of people saying this game won and it's not even had that many players playing it but you know but had way more players actually voting for it than ever played the game so it must be a fix and that's the it takes two no i don't know but i'm thinking yeah if you look at them stats on face value if more people have voted for a game than have played the game to begin with, then, yeah, that's an obvious fix. True, yeah. But, yeah, uh, there was a lot of games that were voted the best in their class, and for the most part, I agreed with them. But, yeah, there was no games in the game awards that I thought, ooh, yeah, I wouldn't mind trying that. None of them, really. <laughs> I it's just, a lot of fuss, isn't it? Yeah, I just thought I'd rather go for a game that I like the look of rather than what everybody yeah. else is telling me to play. It's true. Whereas with my good friend Leech gifting me Icarus, when I looked at Icarus, I had no fucking clue what the game was other than it's a survival game, you need to check it out. Oh, yeah. And that was the day before release, wasn't it, Leech? That you told me about it? Um, well, I think so, yeah. And I went, I've never even heard of it, so I'll go I'll go and give it a look now. And I looked at it and I thought, well, I was looking at Green Hell and I was thinking, no matter what he's doing, it always looks pretty similar, pretty average. Yeah. Whereas was, I looked say. at Icarus... I watched a few, even the live action trailer, you know, of all the interviews of people talking about the story and everything. And then looked at the gameplay as well. And I was thinking, this game looks beautiful. Like, like they put a lot of thought into it. And because I thought that, I thought, yeah, I wouldn't actually mind. This is probably one of the very first proper survival games that I've seen. I wouldn't mind trying myself. So, yeah, I I think out of all the games that I want to try, I think Icarus is probably right up there at the moment. 
Zanji question? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna be downloading that very, very soon. I'm gonna be giving it a try probably later on today. Oi oi. Any more questions? Um would you Would I? Um Would yeah, I um I don't know. Yeah, right. So okay. <coughs> Restarting question. Would you would you rather play the same game for twenty four hours straight, like an old game, or would you play a new game that's not been released for ten minutes? Twenty four hours. Really? I can't. I can't just play for ten minutes on a new game. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. You can't do so that. That basically sums up demos back in the day. Remember when you used to get like the ten minute demo? Oh hell yeah! Wow. <laughs> Road Rage. I remember playing Road Rage on the PS One over and over and over again. <laughs> you was wondering where this question was going, wasn't you? <laughs> I was. I, th I was actually thinking, is this a loaded question? Is he asking me, would you rather play it for 24 hours or a new game for six hours? And if so, are you going to stream it? Yeah, because I, I kind of thought, I swear you've done a question previous podcast about this. But I'm going to say it anyway. But yeah. So you wouldn't yeah. try the new game for 10 minutes? No, because you can't... If you play it for 10 minutes, then you'd end up going back to another game anyway. True. And most demos nowadays are... Well, they let you put in about half an hour to an hour. 10 minutes yeah. enough, man. It's not enough. No, it's definitely not enough. But saying that, there was two demos for the PSVR that I played over and over again. One was called Thumper and the other one was Beat Saber. Because oh. I just, yeah, that's where my love for Beat Saber came from. I thought, right, I've got to buy this game. I've got to buy this game. But playing, even playing Beat Saber for 10 minutes, all that would give me is an empty feeling inside because I'd want to play it more. Mm. Over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you that have watched them, so it's Beat Saber streams. Oh yes, elite stuff. Mm -hmm. You guys can know that Gamestar cannot do 10 minutes worth of beat server. <laughs> you get hooked, it's man. all or nothing. Yeah, and I've got to admit, the new Lady Gaga pack, I'm not into Lady Gaga at all. I've said it many times, but... Give me reason. <laughs> I really, really like the new mapping. And that's because three new developers have joined the team. Three new mapping developers and yeah the new kind of patterns that they've done within these new songs are absolutely immense and i want to also give a big shout out to Beatty, the person who is in charge of the beat saber social platform she is one of the developers and she's a good friend of mine now and she gifted me the code for the new map pack for the new song pack and it was amazing so Beatty I don't know if you'll ever listen to this but thank you so much I really do appreciate it I I do know how privileged I am 
when it comes to having you as a friend and I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Any more questions? Yes. yes Go yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. What is the scariest game you've ever played? The scariest? Uh-huh. Probably Dead Space. Dead Space? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. And you've played Phasmophobia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Phasmophobia I'm... is a bit oh. lame, to be honest. Did you play Outlast? Yes. Oh, my God. You're putting Dead Space above Outlast 1. Outlast is... Well, Outlast is more hide-and-seek. True. Yeah. You... Whereas the first time I played through Dead Space, and it was funny because I saw Leech doing exactly the same thing that I did on my first playthrough, oh. where you walk through corridors, and I'm not going to say where, but very early on in the story you start treating it like any other game and you start running through a certain corridor and all of a sudden you'll get attacked. Oh, God. And as soon mm. as you get attacked, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then oh you panic. God. You manage to survive it because it's only a low-level enemy, so it's nothing to really worry about. But that sort of sets the tone for the rest of the game. Oh, and then from that moment on... I spent the entire game walking around every single corner looking down the side of my gun. You were just paranoid that after that. <laughs> yeah. That every oh time that I was walking through any fucking corridor, any room, I would be walking with my aim up. Now oh I know where God. the enemies are and everything, so it doesn't really bother me so much. I could just run and I know when to stop. But even now, even though I played through it many times, some of them still catch me out. So, <clears throat> yeah, Dead Space has got to be my number one game for being wow. scary. <laughs> and that's about Resident Evil as well? Yes. Oh, I have to try it now. I've got to try Dead Space then. Resident Evil is... Well, Resident Evil 1, the original, was more horror-based. But there was a lot of, you know, searching around for a certain item so you could unlock a certain door. And if you missed it the first time, you'd be searching around a large area for ages just trying to figure out what you've missed. With Dead Space, there's not. There's a mechanic, so you can put a laser on the floor. So you hold your hand out. A laser comes from your hand or from... the the suit and it will project a laser line going to the floor and pointing in the direction that you need to go so it'll show you where you need to go oh yeah it's pretty old as well first resident evil whereas in resident evil you was always looking around and thinking what do i do next in dead space Mm -hmm. there's none of that it's more easier in dead space it will show you where you need to go. It won't tell you what you need to do, but it will show you where you need to go. Oh. So it makes it a lot more intense. Right. You always know when you're going the right way. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Dead Space. Uh, There's no HUD either, by the way. There's no HUD? At all. 
What about no crosshairs? No nothing? No. Oh my god. When you bring your weapon up, you'll get a laser coming from your weapon to show you where the crosshairs are. So oh you can, my god. So you, well, with the plasma cutter, it's like three dots in the distance. And that simultaneously shows you the orientation, whether you're vertical or horizontal, and it will show you where you're aiming. Oh my god. But unless you've got the your weapon up, you don't see the reticle from it. And the health is signified by your spine. There's lights on your spine of your suit. Yeah. To begin with, there's like six sections. You know, six different sections of light. And as you get damaged, then they will deplete. And then you've got to use your health upgrade, your health packs to replenish it. You've got a little C shape on your back to the right on your shoulder blade where that shows you how much stasis you've got left. The only hood, if you can call it a hood, is a little hologram that pops up from your suit, the arm of your suit, showing you how much oxygen you've got left when you go into a zero-G environment. Oh, God. Sounds but, intense. But other than that, there is literally no hood. There is nothing that is on your screen with it all helps your immersion it's one of the things that i love about the game you gotta play it bro you gotta play it man you can still bring you can still bring up your map in your inventory and everything but when he does that he will type on his arm and a little hologram will appear from his arm and then the camera will zoom into that hologram oh god <laughs> again it all helps the immersion but other than that, there is nothing that will appear on the screen other than the gameplay. Fuck. Yeah, you Ooh. need to play it, mate. It's an awesome it. game. Right, on with the next section. This is the penultimate one. This is where we give a little shout-out and a little spotlight onto any of the content creators that we know of that we want to give a little shout out to. So first, I'm going to go with you, Ramen. Who do you want to give a little shout out to? Ah, uh, oh crap. I mean, I wish I could just say everyone, but I, I've got to single out somebody here. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it can't uh, be me or Leech, because we're already here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to do that as well. God, okay. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Who do I want to give it to? I gave it to Kiki last time. I can't do Kiki. Um, damn. Oh, decisions, decisions, decisions. It's so difficult because there's there's so many amazing people out there. Yeah, there is. Ah, oh, man. Hmm. What about you, Nick? Have you got anyone? Yeah, I've got a couple. Go on. So, upon my last visit on the podcast, I believe I gave everybody a shout-out. Apart, I, I, I can't remember if I did or not, but this guy is an absolute fucking beast. Sorry for the language. But we powered a 24-hour stream together, and I believe I gave everyone a shout-out apart from him, and I feel like an absolute dick. I can't remember if I did or not, but this is going to my one and only lurking bro motherfucking legend, Mr. Vapormore. 
guys. You know who he is. King Lurker. Damn yeah. right. Awesome guy. He is number one. My second shout out has to be to Jammy. Jammy! Because he has taken a break from streaming and he's focusing more on his editing through college and personal development. And I believe, games to correct me if I'm wrong, he, he has reached over 200,000 views on YouTube. Yeah, that's <gasps> right. Yes. An amazing milestone within himself and in the TGF. So I yeah. just want to congratulate him on the podcast for such an amazing achievement. And let's not forget his last video showed off is ever ever developing editing skills they are getting so much better now exactly i am very impressed with how far he's come with his editing and i think i did say it i said it like six months ago big things are in the pipeline for him i do believe he's going to catapult to success and that's not something i can say about everybody but i genuinely believe it with people like you ramen I believe you've got it. Big things coming. I believe DD, Evans, Kiki, and yeah, Jammy. I believe Jammy is going to do very, very well as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely smashing it, man. Yeah. So, what about you, Ramen? Anyone that you want to give out a shout out to? Okay. Uh, there's there's a few. There's a few. I'm gonna start off with Mister. You know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out to Mr. Donut Damage. We all know him. Mm, we love him. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I think Donut was one of the first ever people I met on Twitch, and I think around the time he had around a hundred followers or something, two hundred. Ever since then, it's been almost a year. He's on seven hundred now, and I can't even begin to tell you how much that man's grown as a person and as a streamer yeah he's absolutely smashed it and i always say this like he's on his way to partner because i generally root for him to hit partner he's gonna oh, do he amazing will. things he will no and doubt i think the second person as well after for it to <laughs> lady pixie if that counts <laughs> i gotta got ah. give it to lady pixie <laughs> <laughs> Right, she's... now I'm going to have to think of somebody else. <laughs> she was one of the first ever people I met as well on Twitch before I was affiliated. Yes. Um, I believe she hit a milestone as well uh, recently. I think she hit 300 followers. So massive congratulations to her. Yes, also, it was her birthday. She's in yeah. front of me. She got in front of me within two weeks of starting. Yeah. She's just, yeah. It's awesome for me because I've always adored her. Yeah. She's my missus. I'm bound to. And I'm, that's me trying not to be biased. She's just a decent person. That's one of the reasons I fell in love with her. And the fact that now other people are seeing in her what I see in her every day, it just, mm -hmm. it, it warms my heart to see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's brilliant, man. She's extremely sweet and wholesome. and Everyone loves her. She's yeah, like she don't take no shit either. Yeah, she's, she's a very fucking annoying. 
We but love Big I Boo. wouldn't change it. I love her just the way she is. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Being grateful for amazing people like Pixie in the community. Just yeah. blessing people. Her wisdom, knowledge, and positivity. We we adore Pixie. Now Hi. I know, Now I know she's gonna be listening to this either going to or from work. So Pixie, I love you, and it's obvious that people absolutely adore you as well. We love Keep you. Keep doing Pixie. what you do. We love you. See? Anyone else, mate? Ah. Yes. I just remembered. Um I think it's Mr. TJ, if you remember him. Yes. Yes. How I could believe... you not remember TJ? <laughs> he is like a god at Warzone. I'm telling he, you right now. He's a god at any first person shooter he plays. Yes. He's unbelievably insane at shooters. Yeah, you uh, put a gun in his hand on a computer <laughs> game and he's just yeah. Yeah. It's like one of them wind up toys, you just wind it up, put a gun in his hand and go, off you go. <laughs> yep. I think he took a break uh recently from streaming for his own reasons. He and did. Yeah. He's only just come back and legit we are just gonna absolute bombard him with support. Yeah. He deserves it. We're so happy yes. to see him back. He's an awesome guy. Amazing streamer. Definitely should check him out. He's doing great things. And you might learn a thing or two from when he streams Warzone. He's brilliant at that game. Absolutely amazing. Yes. Now, my shout-outs. I'm going to have to think of a new one now since you took my missus away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, Leech took off my other... Shout out, which was Vapor. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, even though I've mentioned him quite a lot, I'm going to go with, well, (laughs) the two people that have helped me out the most recently, and that is Empress Chrissy, of course, and Fuzzy Bond. I know Fuzzy doesn't really need more of a spotlight on himself, but... I'm going to give him one anyway, because if you haven't seen his content, it's so organic, funny, and informative. And he he just gets a kick out of helping everyone else be better. And I love that about him. And when it comes to Empress, come on, it's Empress. How could you watch her streams and not end up falling in love with them? Because she's just such a genuine humble down-to-earth person that i can't help but just really like her content so that's who i'm gonna go for i'm gonna go for empress chrissy and of course fuzzy bond because they are the ones that have just been helping me out in my gameplay so much and i can't thank them enough so that's it we have now come to the end of the podcast the only thing left to do is say our goodbyes and, well, goodbye to the two amazing people that we have got on as guests this week. Leech, thank you so much for coming on, mate. No good, sir. Thank you for hosting. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to my weird answers. Dungeon <laughs> Master Dancer is still available to pre-order on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no it's always a pleasure man you know I always jump in 
when I get the chance to. You are my favourite streamer, mate. So it's no, an, no, no, it's no, always no. an absolute pleasure I, to get no, you on. No, I'm it. not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You can't tell me who my favourites are. Shut I the fuck up. Can. <laughs> <laughs> I can and I will, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> Simply yeah. because every time I jump into your streams, every time I end up gaming with you, there has not been a single time where I haven't ended up cracking up laughing. Not once. Yeah, it is what it Save is. It. We, like to, we like to have a giggle when we've got people talking to us. Yes, exactly. But as you Pixie can tell you, <laughs> Pixie can tell you from experience, the way to my heart is by making me laugh. Giggity. So that's why. And Raman, you your positivity, man, it just blows me away every time I see you. You've always got a smile on your face, and it's infectious, mate. So thank you for coming on again. I really do appreciate it. Yes, Raman. Thank you for being awake at 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. and not awake at 2 o'clock to join us. I couldn't say that to a TGF podcast. I'm Gaze very there. grateful for <laughs> yes. you to be able to respond back to me this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I woke now, up, I <laughs> For everybody listening to this, if you want to be considered as a guest, if you want to tell us a little story, or you just want to get in contact and have your say, you can do so by emailing wearetgf at gmail.com. I will read and reply to every single message that we get. And, of course, you can send in an audio note that I can play on the next episode. If you are interested, all the information that you need is in the description down below, along with the invite link if you want to join the TGF Discord server. I would love it if you could be there, and so would everybody else. We are over 100 strong now, and we are continuing to grow at a steady rate. This is only the beginning, so if you want to be one of the elites that got in on the ground floor, you can do so right now now until next time i am going to bid you all a fond farewell say thank you so much for joining us thank you for listening to us waffling on for well just over an hour and a half and thank you to my awesome guests until next time i will bid you all a fond farewell and i will see you lovely lot in the next one Toodles. bye bye